What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It is Q&A day. day. Okay, so we are just going to answer questions and however many we get to. Amazing. These questions get answered on a first-come, first-served basis. As long as they are relevant. Yes, yes. Okay, so today's first question is from Miss Tina Willie. Tina, you said that funny. I did, right? Tina Willie, all the way from Grand Prairie, Texas. The question is, so I've been doing body, okay, what do you want to, which part of it? Oh, I was just going to read it, but you can read it. I've been doing bodyweight workouts for nine weeks, rise above, and three weeks completed of burn zone. I want to add weights to my workout. What is the difference? Oh. What is the difference between strength training and weight training, if any? What and how is the best way to start? Okay. So there is a few questions to your questions. Okay. For one, you're doing you're you're almost halfway through the burn zone. So now here's the thing. The burn zone will have weights. That's what level two is for. And something that we always say is stay in the step you're in. I totally get your enthusiasm for wanting to do weights. However, something that we always say is that it's not about how strong you start, but how strong you finish. Okay. For one, you can work on your strength from doing body weight workouts. Okay, for two, I totally get the fact that you want to use weights, right? Like we love lifting weights as well and we're all for it. However, simply because this is a mindset part that, you know, you, you want to finish what you started, finish out the first part of the burn zone and then move on to level two. Level two has weights. Now, your second part of the question, Aaron, do you want to add anything to that? Not for the first part. Okay. Now... The second part of the question, what is the difference between strength training and weight training, if any? Okay, so that's another question, and there is another question after that. So the difference between strength training and weight training. So so this has to do with different energy systems that you develop in your body. For one, so... This is the technical answer. This is the technical answer. What is it that you're looking for? Because those words are very interchangeable for most of this industry. It's like, oh, you're weight training, you're using weights. If you're strength training, you're using weights to get stronger, right? So they're interchangeable. However, the technical answer is strength training is for, for actually it doesn't, there's, there's weight lifting where like Olympic weightlifters will say weightlifting is the snatch and the clean and jerk mm-hmm. is weightlifting, right? Like Olympic weightlifting. Um, 
But if you are strength training, most likely you're using weights. So you could also call it weight training. So it's yeah. not really a, I would say there's no difference. It just really, the answer is like, what are you using the word for? That's what it means. Yeah. You'll notice in this industry, there's one exercise that is the exact same exercise that's called 13 different things by different people. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what you call it. I call it this. Like even in our industry, there's... There's names for things that everybody knows and they're like universal, but then there are different movements that people have made up and variations of things. And so they're interchangeable. But to answer your question too, like, can you get stronger with body weight training? Yes, you absolutely mm -hmm. can. Like, for example, mm -hmm. I would say like for any of the like upper body body weight stuff that are in the in the burn zone like this this is strength building right for your legs depending on your strength it might just be muscular stamina so here's the thing you know we're going to talk about the energy systems when it comes to your musculature right you can train you can train it by increasing its endurance right strength endurance there is muscular stamina right how long can you resist the tension that's being held right? Um, and then there is building strength, right? Which is basically being able to resist more time under tension, right? And time under tension could mean tempo, right? Could mean resistance, whether it's in the form of weight, bands, it doesn't matter, right? And then there is power building, right? Basically, how explosive can you recruit motor neurons through a movement? There's okay. also speed, there's also agility, there's also quickness, there's also balance, there's also coordination. So all of these things can be improved. You will get, you. There, it is possible to get to a certain point where just, just doing your body weight may not be enough for what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. But for most people, you can manipulate the variables, you can manipulate uh, the amount of time, let's say you're doing a squat with your body weight or an air squat for the crossfitters in the house. You know, if you, if you change the tempo and you descend in the squat for five seconds and then you hold at the bottom for five seconds and then you come back up, that's gonna have a very different response than just doing a up squat and down, up, up and, and down. down, up and down. So there's a lot of things that you can do to manipulate each movement to gain strength without weights. But I think to answer both of the questions that you've asked so far, to bring it in full circle, okay? Stay in the step that you're in, finish out burn zone number one as is. Because here's the thing, you guys, something that we, we always say is that consistency is going to triumph anything, okay? Here's the thing, Tina, in order for you to achieve, you know, your body goals, you know that it's not going to happen in four weeks. You've done a tremendous job over the past eight weeks. And I want to give you a huge shout out, right? But, you know, like even four months, you're not going to get to your body goals, right? Like we need to give it a lot of time. So what's most important is that you stay consistent, stay in the step that you're in, because this is a mindset thing. Like you want to finish what you started, okay? Like the burn zone is proven to work. Okay, it's definitely challenging, right? Once you're done with burn zone level one, if adding weight speaks to you, you will get an offer for burn zone level two. And that's why we don't talk about level two until the end, because it's really important to us that you finish what you start. Most people won't make it there anyways. Yeah.
unfortunately. However, I would like to believe that a larger percentage of our people will make it there because the consistency that we encourage. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one is nutrition related and it is very specific to the way that we do nutrition. And I do see a lot of names in here of people who either have the badass fit body custom nutrition program or are in the inner circle or the ultimate transformation Academy or wherever and understand the way that we do nutrition. No, we don't do my fitness pal. No, we don't do counting, counting, counting grams of macros. Yeah. Um, okay. So can you help me understand the easiest way to count my proteins, fats, carbs, and veggies when it's a recipe or a fruit food product that seems to fall under more than one category? That's a great question. So you need to look at each component of what's, it's still important to know what's in what you're eating. So if you have a recipe, let's say you're making a recipe and normally we count the things that are the big things, right? So if you're putting like a little bit of tomato paste in something where you're putting like anything that doesn't seem to have a significant impact, yes, little things do add up. But when you're trying to count the overall, if there are little things that add up that you're putting into the recipe, if it's something that you're making, then round up, just round up, right? So let's say you're making a protein pancakes, for example, right? And you use the Kodiak cake mix, right? That's going to be a carb. If you're using a scoop of protein powder, it's going to be a scoop of protein powder, right? So you're going to have a carb and you're going to have a protein. Mm -hmm. If you have any whole eggs in there with the yolk, then you're going to have a fat, right? So, or let's take a, maybe a more complex recipe, like a, a lasagna or something. Let's say like a, Let's do, I see that Crystal just jumped in the room. I know that last night she made like spaghetti squash with tuna and like um, some pecans. I know I always say it's weird. I, I, I hope I no, said that's it right. right. Or, okay. or a soup or a stew. Yeah. You're basically looking at each component and then adding them up. Yeah. So for one, you know, when, when you, so here's the thing. Let's say you look at the recipe. Here's what I would do, right? Right now, and this is, when you're a part of the learning phase, once you've already, like you're running on autopilot, then you, you already get it. You don't have to do this forever. However, doing this part will be essential for you to achieve food freedom. So right next to each element, right? I would ask, I would ask myself, okay, what food category, okay, from the green, yellow, red table, is this a part of, mm-hmm. okay? Is it a protein? Is it a carb? Is it a fat? right and right next to it like the amount now if it's something that's trace don't count it right because here's the thing little things add up but we when you make a meal we want you to look at the big picture right so like erin said counting tomato paste like or she asked us i remember on a coaching call the other day she asked us if like i put a quarter of a glass of wine for 10 servings like that's a trace you guys these things don't matter don't sweat the small stuff so write down right next to it what category would this be under and the and the units how many in the entire thing and then how many servings do you break it into and then you divide it yeah yeah so it's at the beginning it takes a little bit of you know time investment just like to to gain an understanding right because that's a part of the learning process and then with time we'll get used to it janelle and i hope that that helped 
Oh, we didn't even say that was another one from Texas. That was Houston. Okay, so then we have Molly from West Virginia. I'd like to add more muscle. How can I incorporate resistance training besides body weight like bands or weights? So Great. I feel like that question was sort of answered. The bottom line is if you want more muscle, like a significant amount of muscle that you can see, like physically see a difference, you're going to want to use weights. Mm -hmm. Resistant bands. Over time, like, yes, you can, they'll, they'll, until, they work until they don't anymore. Because your body is so smart that it will adapt to whatever you give it quick. That's why a lot of our workouts are, that's why all of our workouts are different. So if you want, like, actual muscle, for one, the hormonal response necessary is going to be intense. Your workout has to be intense for the hormonal response to encourage muscle growth. Like sprints. I would actually say if you did sprints, if you did all out intervals, you probably would actually gain more muscle without using weight. I, I would say that's the only way. Because if you look at a sprinter, like an Olympic sprinter versus a marathon runner, their bodies are extremely different because of the type of movement that they do. Mm -hmm. Because of the intensity, uh, the amount of rest, the amount of intensity within the work that they're doing at the time they're doing it, the duration of it, the duration of the entire workout versus one sprint. If they're running 100 meters as fast as they fucking can, and then they stop, and then they do it again, and then they do it again, and then they do it again, that is going to have a very different hormonal response that's going to encourage muscle growth than just going for a five mile or a 10 mile jog. Right. So if we're going to say the only, I would say that's probably, that's the only way that I can think of that you could gain muscle without using weights. Otherwise it's going to be the compound movement. It's going to be squats. It's going to be deadlifts. It's going to be bench press. It's going to be pull-ups. You need, yeah, you need to lift weights. Um, you know, if you don't currently follow a specific program, then a great place to start will be the burn zone level two based off of your level of experience we do have the raw exclusive program which is an invite only it is a little bit more advanced so you have to earn your place to get there if you don't have any of these feel free to reach out to us or tammy and just ask about it and of course we're happy to give you more information with regards to that but you know the, he, he, this is something that I want to add to your question. You need to be more specific with the question that you ask. Like, how much muscle do you want to add and why? Honestly, would I know that? I'll be able to give you a, an even more accurate answer. So the answers that we gave you are a very generalized because your question is not specific enough. Now, for anybody who's looking to add strength, um, and, and to add muscle, know that this is a very long-term game. It's a long-term game. Okay. So like years, yeah, like you need to be patient. You need to show up. And that's why I always say weight loss is step one, because you think the weight loss requires patience. Just wait when you get to like strength training and, and adding muscle. That is like a way longer term plan, especially if you're doing it the right way and you want to stay lean. Next question. Yeah. We're going to do maybe two more. Okay. We have Janice from California asking, I love this question. Is a waist trainer beneficial with workouts? Do you think it helps burn belly fat? 
Now, I want to ask you, your initial gut response, what is it? What is your initial, like, yes or no? Type it in the comments. I love this question. I love this question because I know that a lot of people think about it. Yeah. Because it's marketed everywhere. Yeah. It's marketed great. Restrictive. But does it work? Does it help burn belly fat is the question. And while they're answering, I'm going to answer because they're all saying, nope, nope, there are no shortcuts. No. All right. So initially, like you guys are intuitively understanding that there is no shortcut, right? How could that work? It might help you sweat a little bit more, but also if you put on two hoodies and three rain jackets, you're also going to sweat more. So that's really all that's happening, which just means that you need to drink more water now. So um, they're marketed to say, hey, yeah, wear this thing around your belly and you're going to sweat. And because you have this feeling of sweat around your midsection, you think that now like something shrunk for some reason. Maybe you lost a little bit more water around there. And so it's going to give you the perception that something's happening. But they're stupid. You guys have they're to a see waste. something. I don't... They're a like, waste of money. He's ridiculous right now. <laughs> I need to put him down. He's like... He's so ridiculous. Um, yeah, waist trainers, belly bands, and wraps, and, and all of that stuff. A waste of your time, a waste of your money. Yeah. Don't. Um, you know, I want to add a little bit more to that. This oh. is something that's very often used in, in the bodybuilding community. <laughs> And that is why it's a very great question because you will actually see bikini competitors wear that shit all the time. For one, don't ever say that you're training when you wear a belt like that because there's a difference between burning calories on cardio and training. Just saying. For two, here's the thing. They are... When you compete in the sport of bodybuilding, you... You have to be okay to augment your body based off of the standards that they're seeking. So the reason why they wear their belt for so long is because your body adapts to everything and they constrict the belt so much that over time it makes, it it gives the perception that their waist, hips, that, that their waist to hip ratio is smaller. Okay, so it creates an illusion because they get scored based off of that. Okay, now is it going to shrink your waist? That could be your next question. The answer is no, but for a short period of time, right? If you wear it very often, then it will, right? But just like we ask, you know, whenever somebody asks me, what are your thoughts about this? I always bring the question back to you and I ask you, well, do you see yourself wearing this every day, five years from now? And if the answer is no, then you shouldn't do it, right? I think that most people, 99% of the people who go into the bodybuilding industry are doing it for the very wrong reasons. And that's why the reason they step, the minute they step off stage, they start looking like a balloon, not like you know, like a Greek God or whatever. So, you know, you have to be very intentional with what you're doing and you have to ask yourself, do I see myself doing this five years from now? Yes, of course. 
any sort of compressive material that you put in your body is going to make you sweat more. But just because it makes you sweat more doesn't mean that it, it makes you burn fat. Okay, it's just that if you wear it over time for a long period of time, it will create the illusion that your waist is smaller, but it's not going to give you a smaller waist. If you want a smaller waist, then what you need to do is you need to watch your nutrition. Okay, last question from Leanne from Sacramento, California. Um, I struggle with water consumption. I love this. Do the benefits of consuming enough water using Mio outweigh the random crap that's in it? If not, do you have another water flavoring that you can suggest? I want to see what are the ingredients in Mio. Um, I believe it is like... I think it's got sucralose. Do you mind yeah, if I pop on your computer? Yeah, it's like... I'll tell you. It's like, uh, what are those crystal light? It's like crystal light. She still needs to look. Okay, she but knows still, what's in I wanna, No, I want to read to you guys, Neo. I'm going to tell you, and then she's going to tell you why. I would say, okay, first part of the question, do the benefits of consuming enough water, so we're talking about the benefits of being properly hydrated, outweigh the negative consequences of consuming the chemical in the thing that's flavoring the water. I would say there's a better option because what's the point of consuming the water if with the water in also comes more chemical? Because water also helps with absorption. So now you're bringing something else in at the same time. What's in it? For one, it is sucralose based which is basically Splenda, which is shitty for your brain. Okay, so, let, me, let me read this. Water, citric acid, sodium citrate, citrate, gum, Arabic, <laughs> sucralose, contains less than 2%. Okay, natural flavor, sucrose, acinate, isoburate, sodium benzo, benzoate, and potassium sorbate preservatives, it says next to it, rosemary extract to protect flavor, and a coloring, yellow and number yellow five. number five. How many? Do you see the number of artificial ingredients? So, Stephanie has a good one, lemon and cucumber, great. Um, yeah, anything that you like infuse, good. We use the Exendurance Hydra. Yeah, we use, if you want like some kind of powder or something that you can put in that's easy, we use the Exendurance Hydro, um, which is actually awesome because there is, um, lack, uh, my gosh, what is the ingredient that helps you to absorb more of the water? The liquid IV. What is the name of that? I totally forget. Me too. But it's basically like if you were to take like an aminos kind of supplement with all of the garbage that goes along with that. This is like, no, it's actually not even comparable. Man, what is that ingredient oh, called? I know, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. I'm gonna it's, it. It, it's extra hydrating and it has a flavor to it. Um, it also has lactate, which is an, a natural energy source that is calorie free that our bodies make, but we don't produce enough to use it. To, we don't produce enough 
for it to be used for prolonged periods of time because it's the preferred energy source or fuel source. Our body will use it even before carbohydrate. Our body will use it once it's gone, it's gone. Sustamine. Sustamine, yes, that's right. And so it actually helps pull the water into the cells. So you're getting extra hydration from it. It's a wicked hangover cure for anybody living that scene, but it's like, yeah, it's like an electrolyte, but without bullshit and yeah, yeah, it's drinks it. Yeah, that's what you always All see day. me drink on <laughs> on the calls. All day. In fact, I got it right here. Yeah, it's um, it's great. Mio is a piece of shit. Obviously, <laughs> it sounds like there is enough artificial ingredients to to make uh some kind of uh, mutation. So, you know, Jessica's asking, how do you spell that? How do you spell the supplement? How do you spell the supplement we're talking about? Or how do you spell the ingredient that we're talking about? The supplement is X Endurance Hydro Sticks, H-Y-D-R-O-S-T-I-X. Tammy, drop your link in there. Yeah, Tammy, Tammy can send you a link to it as well. Um, it's your first time you get 10% off, but, um, yeah, that's the supplement. Hydro Sticks. Hydro sticks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make a post in the page today too, for any of you guys who are, yes, we do have a discount code. Um, so we'll post that for you guys. If Tammy sees it, she can drop it below in the comments as well here, but we can also post it on the wall today Yeah, for you guys. So that is it for our questions today. If you have questions and you want them answered, look for a form that we will be dropping every every single week on a page so that you can click, you can submit your question and we will answer your question. Amen. That happens on Tuesdays. So until then, we hope that you guys have an amazing day. See you on the flip side. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit. <laughs>